time. I love that you're giving me more things to put in. Oh, is that, is that, did that come yeah, started. Okay. We're coming to you live from... I, just I don't want to, I don't want to interrupt the natural processes. <laughs> this is an inter interrupting the natural processes. <laughs> what is? Recording us. This is a totally, this is how we normally talk. Now, we pull up chairs next to each other and put a camera. in your living room, <laughs> put a camera there. So this is supposed to be slightly more conversational okay. between us. It's a podcast. Okay. Yeah, you can turn on Game of Thrones really loud in the bedroom. Does that sound like a good idea? <laughs> I love this is recording. <laughs> that comment will be going okay. on. So hey friends, um, I had an idea a couple weeks ago being that we just got halfway through the year and I shared this with you and you said this is a great idea. As you normally do, anytime you get a chance to be in front of the camera, you think that's a great idea. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but being halfway through our series this year through the Bible, I wanted to do a half recap discussion just processing where we've been, where we're going with it all. Um, and I was even asked yesterday, where did the thought come from and, and why are we doing the Bible in a year? I went, why are we doing the Bible in a year? And part of it's that I've wanted to do that for a long time. But the deeper pastoral response is that um, we live, and it's probably true of all of church history in an age of biblical illiteracy, where it's a struggle for God's people to, to know his word and apply it into life. And so in an effort to help with that process of discipleship, we said, hey, what if we do a very fast, high-level view through the Bible very quickly and try to connect all of these, especially the Old Testament stories, to how they connect to Jesus in life. And so I emailed you some questions ahead of time. That's the background and why we're doing it. The aim is just simply to be helpful to people where they're at in life. Um, and I guess that is not necessarily ours to discern, but I think it's been helpful overall. Um, what have you found in that whole thing to in this process to be uniquely challenging as you've been a Bible teacher now for 25 years? Three, 23? Three, four okay. ish. Okay. Yeah. Maybe don't count the first two years when I was. No, that counts. <laughs> Wasn't necessarily good, but it counts. Yeah. 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 Um, what was the question? So side note. I remember your first teaching, and I don't know that I've shared this story of being a high schooler and your first teaching. I remember you were wearing like a white uh, button-up and thinking, he's not very good, mm -hmm. but I know he loves me, and I like this guy. <laughs> so I've gotten to see your growth yeah. firsthand. Yeah. yeah, the question, unique challenges of, of this for you. Yeah, I th so yeah, I think maybe you, could, you would agree, but it's really daunting to... Mm -hmm. um, to do a broad overview of things. It's kind of not my style yeah. to, uh, uh, in, in any way, shape, or form. What is your style? My style is to really um, uh, overanalyze and, <laughs> and overthink <laughs> the immediate problem in front of me. Okay. And so um, I, 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 love, I love teaching the Bible, and so I think the challenge for me is you you really start digging and then and then you realize pretty quickly there's only so much yeah. you can um, you can you can offer to the people and so there's there's the the whole uh, the whole uh, I guess chef 
chef uh, illustration. Like mm-hmm. you, you, you give give people a, a full plate, but but you don't want to stuff them yeah. and, and make them sick. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah, that's always the challenge. Just like yeah. knowing what to put on the plate, and yeah. what to leave off, and yeah. really, I I, I I like to put the things that I want to put on the plate, yeah. uh, as opposed to what everybody might need. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, there's an old John Stott quote where he said one of the difficulties of preaching is not saying ninety five percent of what you know. Yeah, that's, <laughs> right. that's yeah. The whole editing process is is mm-hmm. difficult because um, you're doing that even this week of tackling Haggai and Zechariah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you looking forward to being done with the minor prophets? Yeah, yeah, but I like the pro- minor prophets. Yeah, I, I like cult- the cultural uh, covenant wa- wa- watchdogs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> McGruff. Yeah, prophets. Yeah. Which yeah. which minor prophet is your particular favorite, or that you'd like to do a deeper dive on? Well, my favorite would probably be Jonah, because uh, he's so honest, and that's like there's a gift of having someone's honesty hmm. like that, yeah. and their and their failures out on the pages of scripture like yeah. that, and then of course it's a great mirror for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was to do a deeper dive on another prophet, hmm, I don't know. I haven't haven't thought about that. Hmm. Yeah. What have you noticed going through this series, or what has surprised you taking this kind of pace? Well, let's see. What has surprised me is um, that it's working. <laughs> We're only halfway there. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, yeah. halfway there is is uh, it means you're you've done fifty percent. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's yeah. Uh, that's something to celebrate. And I think that's probably a, a bit of why this we're doing the yeah. podcast is yeah. like there is something to celebrate right. is, is the fact that yeah. we have um, navigated yeah. half a year yeah. of this and um, and I don't I don't know if it's been surprising to me but I've been really delighted to see um, the the church kind of get excited about mm-hmm. going through a, a study of the entire yeah. book of scripture right. you know it's yeah. pretty cool yeah. And then there's the, well, what are we going to do next? And are we going to slow down after this? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because you could, you not that we would, you could do this every single year and it could be completely different Absolute, every single absolutely. year. Because there's so many yeah. different angles to each yeah. book yeah. and so many different themes that, that pop up. Mm-hmm. I can, uh, for me, it's been um, good. And I was thinking this morning how grateful I am for you and that I don't know that I could have I tell myself I could have done this and I've wanted to do this for years, mm-hmm. but having the share, cause it's like week after week after week, if mm-hmm. you had to grind it out solo, that would have been, that would have been tough. Yes. Um, but then in seeing the story, how I'm reminded how not human the whole story being put together is like mm-hmm. how you see the failures of, of humans in Israel and in humanity and to see how God's weaved it all together for mm-hmm. his purpose that centers in Jesus. I just go, oh yeah, no human could make this up. But That's then what's so interesting right. is how the Bible becomes the basis of so many other stories mm-hmm. and people draw out the themes that you see in scripture mm-hmm. and it becomes kind of the, what is it, is meta narrative, the mm-hmm. over overarching story that all other stories are kind of wrapped up in, in contained in. And then how, though it's so different that it's all connected yeah. in Christ. Yeah. In that. yeah, I agree with that. I think, um, I think if, uh, if a, a skeptic is coming to scripture, maybe the study itself is helpful to show you that 
um, none of it should actually make any sense. Mm -hmm. And it really shouldn't uh, have any cohesion. Yeah. Um, and that's the beauty. I, I think that's where you get the, 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 like the thumbprint of the divine. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you kind of get, kind of get God's presence in yeah. it because you're like, there's no way the story should actually have any kind of congruence, but it does. Yeah. And, and it actually is, is, is more congruent than you could, than you could ever mm -hmm. imagine. And I think that's the gift of doing it so quickly. Yeah. And, you know, for any of the people out there who are thinking and hoping that we are going to slow down. It'll happen, but yeah. but that's the gift of this year, I think. Yeah, twenty twenty three is coming. And the cool thing, I think, the thing that's really blessed me about this approach is that, you know, being a young church and being so um, new in our community and really building our community, mm -hmm. what a great foundation yeah. to to build on. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. We spent thirteen months or fourteen months in Matthew. We spent mm -hmm. twenty some odd weeks in Ephesians. So it's not that we're completely opposed. But I wonder too, mm -hmm. because we don't often experience the Bible at this this pace, that that's part partly why I even feel in my individual life and in reading that the Bible can seem incongruent is because mm -hmm. you're just taking a piece of it and it's disconnected mm -hmm. from the whole, and that unless it's it's um, one connecting to Jesus and seen as part of a bigger story, then yeah, the minor prophets make no sense mm -hmm. at all. That's right. Because you just right. look through it and especially like thinking about Zephaniah because it's still a little bit fresh on my mind mm -hmm. as you go. There's these three obscure chapters that whether or not you know, like it's all poetry and this is mm -hmm. built different than the next one I'm teaching, Malachi. Like they read completely different, but they're mm -hmm. both very strange That's right. and obscure. Um, but then as you see how that whole story is building to connect in Jesus, then can bring about a, a little bit better understanding um, of what the book is, what it's trying to do. And then I don't need to just hunt and peck and try to find one helpful verse of my life. Like it helps yeah. me see that God's sovereign over it all, which then gives me some trust in the present moment with yeah. with what's going on in the midst yeah. of it all. Yeah, I hope I, I hope it helps uh, people who are who are you know plugged into it um, avoid proof text theology. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We covered that in uh, Hosea. That was the mm -hmm. opening joke for Hosea. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Go take a wife of harlotry. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, so if you had to pick. Pick a book that you'd like to do a deeper dive in. Yeah, well, that's hard because um, I think the I think the one that I want to do a deeper deeper dive in is one that I've already dove deeper into, okay. um, and it's Lamentations. Okay, and I mean, obviously, <laughs> everybody knows we're grieving, so yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's kind of where my whole mindset yeah. is. Yeah, is just what it what it's like to be sad and see salvation mm -hmm. in the midst of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's still, it's a familiar text, but it, it, I just keep coming back to it hmm. as something that, it, yeah. I don't think it's just, uh, it's, it, it isn't um, an obscure thing. It's, it's very real and mm -hmm. present for us, yeah. you know? Yeah. And for me. Yeah. And so I want to like go back to it like I, a, like a good book, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to, are you going to write a book? On the book is already written that you did on Lamentations. Yeah. I just need to get that mug uh, transcribed. Yeah, yeah. No, I hope that, that never happens. But well, yeah. <laughs> I need to just circle back on it because the audio files are out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, 
What other questions? Oh yeah, what was your favorite sermon of mine? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I emailed Anthony ahead of time and and said some of the breakdown of what I thought we could cover, and that was the final question. <laughs> so dumb, uh, so dumb. So go ahead. Your my my favorite sermon mm-hmm. of yours. Yeah, yeah. I I, 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 you know what? I didn't answer that. Well, here we are. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> well, I didn't think about it, so I don't. You have just. An, I don't. I don't have an answer. Anthony, I'll tell you what uh, my favorite one of yours was. What? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Should we tell him how I I want to alliterate all the way up to Revelation, mm-hmm. and then not alliterate the final book? Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. weren't supportive of that idea. Yeah, no, I, I want to get to the finish line on okay. that. Okay. But then uh, you didn't tell them about your your workaround. On okay, that. yeah. <clears throat> but that'll have to be a surprise for just... No, I think that's okay. January. Um, any thoughts on where you want to go next? We've talked a little bit about it, but haven't made any firm decisions. Yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not very good with, with conversation today, yeah. but uh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, in in all in all seriousness, I would really. What I've been really interested about is two. It's really two things, um, lamentations, mm-hmm. and like going back to it. And I really meant it when I was preaching it. I'd love to teach the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love for us to teach yep. the whole thing, and um, and I've been really drawn and fascinated to the idea of. Uh, of how all the text uh, echoes Exodus, hmm. um, and that that's been yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah, because you've touched on that in a few of your sermons yeah. as well. Yeah, um, so that that's an interesting that's an interesting um, study that mm-hmm. I that I that I but I but that would not be a, necessarily a book of the Bible. Yeah, you know, it'd yeah. be more around the themes of Exodus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So taking more time, yeah, because I have on my. And I now that you're giving me ideas to sit down and start calendaring out for 2023, of we talked about possibly after Revelation in the at the first of the year, mm-hmm. doing a series on the seven churches of Revelation. Yeah, that'd be cool. Then possibly do Lamentations, then a New Testament book, and then go through the themes of Exodus over 12, 15 weeks or something like that. That could so work. That's a thick book. Mm-hmm. So. You are you are watching or listening to us um, process in real time. Mm-hmm. This is you're seeing how the uh, proverbial sausage is made at a church. It's uh, not nothing exciting. Uh, this is breaking news <laughs> and riveting, <laughs> riveting information for the people uh, of God. That's so funny. What what? So my question for you is what what has been the most challenging for you in terms of preaching and pastoring this this particular year mm-hmm preaching and pastoring this year yeah 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 what comes to mind is that I think the the difficulty has been cutting through the noise of life to see the truth and beauty of Jesus that is so above 
all of what we experience in life today, but then is infused in what we experience in life today. Um, and I know for my own heart, like it, it's, and I've told so many people, this is partly my personality is I struggle with um, just being distracted to death. And, and part of that is that I'm a perpetually curious person. Mm -hmm. And part of that is the world is wired for distraction. Mm -hmm. And so as I've studied and then, you know, walked alongside people, I think there's um, this world as we experience it today with all of the distraction, with all of the, yeah, just the political commentary, the things going on in the world have an ability to numb us. As we're distracted all the time, a, a, a primary response to that is just apathy and numbness, which then mm -hmm. translates into our life with God and one another and um, can bring about yeah, just hopelessness and, and a lack of perspective and the beauty that God's given us in this life. And so that's been one of the challenges is to see and then put on display for God's people like this is who God is. This is what he's done. Um, and then to remind myself, I think for recently for the minor prophets, reminding myself that God's timeline is so much different than, mm -hmm. than ours. Yeah. Um, and even looking at Malachi and going, he's making these promises that seem like they're right around the corner. And maybe in his timeline, his view, they are right around the corner. Mm -hmm. It's like hundreds of years until right. these things take yeah. place, um, which is challenging, but then um, helps me slow my role as a pastor that change and transformation for myself and for people is rarely um, instant with that. That's right. That's right. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. And you've had a front row seat of that in my own life. We had a joke on, on text. <laughs> I sent him and Beth and my wife. Uh, they, they were commenting on just how mature I am. <laughs> and, and I sent a gif of a turtle, a tortoise on a slide that was going nowhere. And I said it was real life footage of my maturation process of yeah. what it feels like. As you've had, as I said earlier, I remember your first official sermon. Yeah, going. Hmm, not great. You know what? It was. It couldn't have been bad because at least I was paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> I was off the wall and in the in the auditorium or in the I worked room really hard on it. So. Yeah, it, I don't. Is there ever been a sermon you haven't worked hard on? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my uh, definitely burden. Yeah, is is overdoing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to learn how to re relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, not that I can. Worse, and that's a, a beauty and gift as well. I think to our church is that we're wired so differently mm -hmm. and have such a different approach to yeah. to it all. Yeah. Um, if you had to preach a sermon right now today, mm -hmm. what would you preach on? Um, you have no time to prepare. It'd, it'd probably be the kingdom of God. Okay. Um, yeah, because that's just. The place I'm in is, mm. is longing, you mm -hmm. know. So you you know you mentioned um, the the idea of the minor prophets giving you perspective on time, and that's really really helpful. Mm. Um, and and I think for a guy like me who who just longs to see the culmination of the kingdom, yeah. Um, because because I've experienced so much brokenness in the past, you know, several months. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know. I'm. I think maybe I'm hyper aware of it, um, in both in both perspectives. Like how um, how it has it has arrived in so many 
ways, shapes, and forms, yeah. and in surprising ways, shapes, yeah. and forms, and then how it is so far yeah. away. Yeah. Because um, because if anybody says this is the kingdom, yeah. then we got host. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's so many beautiful things that God is um, present and 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 um, and just just given given in his goodness to his people mm-hmm. and i think if i if i had to talk to anybody yeah. about that it's it's just like you know the the words that jesus said when he when he like really first declared the 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 gospel mm-hmm. that you know the kingdom is is here repent and, and be you know and believe yeah. uh you know i i would probably just bang, beat that drum until yeah. um, until uh, Jesus returns yeah. because like that's I guess that's where my my head and heart yeah. is, is at. Yeah. And yeah. so how do you how would you encourage somebody that's going hey the life is coming at me I'm experiencing my own brokenness brokenness around me how how does one attempt to remain situated in God's kingdom placed within his care and that reality Mm-hmm. And avoid the the pull outside of it. Yeah, I mean it, it's it seems silly, but it's so true and and it's so profound if you really believe it. Yeah, and it's really look to Jesus. Hmm. Um, and I mean really look to Jesus, not just as um, an idea, hmm. um, not just as a some really sage advice about how to navigate some of the, hmm. you know, the specifics of life, but um, look at Jesus and see how he engages humanity um, and broken humanity at that with with his with his sinless perfection mm-hmm. and his total dependence on the yeah. on the work of the Spirit in hmm. his in his human life. Yeah, um, and I think if you look at that, you cannot help but be totally convicted about where you need to grow hmm. and how you need to change hmm. and what, what needs to happen in your life to, um, to be more congruent with the kingdom. Uh, but, but also there's, there's just all this beauty and hope in it um, that, that, is, that, you, that God won't leave you alone. And, and, I, and I think that that's what I would, I would say, um, especially in this information age where... There's a freaking book for everything. Yeah. There's a podcast for everything. There's a there's a TED talk for everything. Um, there's there in, like and all that holds so much mm-hmm. wisdom and knowledge and advice yeah. and helpful tools. And 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 I think, gosh, people have so much information. We have so much information, and yet um, sometimes it's it's not we're overcomplicating it and, mm. and, and especially as Christians, like Jesus is saying, you know, follow me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's as simple as that. It's like, yeah. look, look at me, watch me, look at how I, how I live life, how I engage with people, look at how I depend on the father. Look at, look how I let the spirit lead. Look at, look at how I, um, love unlovable people. L- look at how I, um, handle, um, defeat. Look how I suffer. Look at how I celebrate. Yeah. Do all those things. Look at that and and, and follow that. Like try to implement that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's that's incredibly challenging, but it's terribly simple too. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean that's the kingdom. That's yeah. the kingdom right yeah. here, right yeah. now, that I'm trying yeah. to 
press into and celebrate. Yeah, and it, and it seems like one of the pieces that, that we often miss is we realize we don't live into that reality all the time, and so we just get stuck in guilt, shame, frustration, mm-hmm. uh, bitterness of God, whatever it may That's be, right. how we, how we uh, react and emote to that when the invitation in our failure is just simply repentance. Like that's the doorway back into right. that center place. When, you know, I, as you're talking, I'm thinking about, oh, my parenting, my relationship with Karen, with people, and rather than just, hey, go figure it out, or go, I always say, do better, try harder. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I need some new <laughs> verbiage with some of my things that have become cliche. Um, it's, it's just, no, there's a real invitation in the kingdom as jesus said like repent and believe repent and believe and that we don't really ever um grow beyond or past that that's, that's right. always um, well who is it is it it must be, i think it's luther that said all life uh, should be one of repentance mm-hmm. and, and 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 it's weird it's weird that uh american evangelicalism has um has actually whether it's known it or not, like it certainly hasn't planned it, mm-hmm. but it has it has created um, a negativity around the idea of confession mm. and repentance and and the acknowledgement of sin yeah. and and how and how far it actually separates us yeah. from a holy yeah. God. Yeah. Um, because the, the, I think people don't want to step into the tension that is necessary to understand that there has to be terrible news mm. for for good news yeah. to be so yeah. so good yeah um it it takes away the splendor of the gospel when 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 um there's so much negativity around mm-hmm. the the process of seeing just how deep the waters of god's yeah. mercy and grace truly are yeah and it's it maybe the message has been repent once so you can go to heaven when you die and now get your your morality together and live that's a certain right, way right, within this right. system or structure that is Christianity mm-hmm. and has has missed a bit of the all of life is repentance and faith kind of ethic that Jesus and it would seem Paul and the other gospel and New Testament writers would would portray of what the kingdom looks like today. Mm-hmm. And so that's been a bit of the hope even in, in going through this whole story and as we begin to get ready to enter in the New Testament, the I think the first sermon in December leading into the series was out of Colossians 3, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, mm-hmm. is what we've been attempting to do, is yeah, yeah. present that so that this, you know, between our feeble attempts at teaching every single week and alongside the Bible Project videos that we're, you know, sending out, in that, that there would be this... Um, yeah, fuller understanding and steeping, God's people steeping in his word mm-hmm. um, that we might then live according right. to it, you know. And then I think about Psalm 19, how uh, David writes in, in that one, how his word is more to be desired than gold, much fine gold, sweeter mm-hmm. also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. But then in that he attaches, by them your servant is warned and keeping them is great reward. And then he has this prayer of God basically keeping his perspective, you know, straight mm-hmm. knowing his own heart and, and tendencies towards towards sin. And so that's been our hope in this series and even in this, you know, twenty seven minutes of us rambling, rambling. And, <laughs> and doing all of that. Um, and so that's a glimpse of at least the first six months of this series. We might do a, a recap um, for twelve the the full series once we're done after uh, December and there's a small spider right here. You see that? 
Jeez. easily distracted. It, it's a spider right in front of my face. <laughs> and, uh, you, and you just murdered it. I am helping you. Okay. Um, and so maybe by next podcast you can really think about what my favorite, what sermon of mine is your favorite. You're, you're never going to get that answer. I know. <laughs> but I will keep asking that question. Oh, that's so funny. Much love to you all. Bye.